there and welcome to the Big Apple School podcast. My name is Sam. And my name is Brian. And today we're asking what's the crack about? Brexit and Trump. Woo! Lots of politics. I'm sure you're all excited. I am too. So we're going to ask, what is Brexit? Because we need to clarify that. Uh, what it means for British people, how they feel about it, what problems there are connected with it. It's a big topic and it is very serious for people in the UK. Then we're going to delve into Mr. Trump. And what how, does he mean? And uh-huh. how amazing he is or terrible he is? Yeah. Or he entertains the world he with does. his ideas his, and his politics. His hair. His hair mm-hmm. Which waves in the wind? Is it a wig? Is it not? That's a huge question. Or is it a cat? I don't even know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. A, di- a yeah. dead cat? A dead maybe. cat, yes. Um, so we'll, we'll delve into all of that. So let's go ahead, Brian, and ask me. Hit me. So, uh, Sam, what is Brexit? Our listeners are dying uh-huh. to know. Brexit is, uh, surprise or not, it is a completely new word, um, which just in the last few years. Can um, you Brexit a building? Uh, <laughs> I would be interested to see that <laughs> but because of my past in, in construction and, and engineering, but I don't think we can Brexit a building. Oh. Oh, actually, maybe if there are enough British people in a building, they could Brexit. Because, well, the word Brexit is two words put together, mashed together, crushed together. It's the word Britain or Great Britain or, well, in fact, if you want to be politically correct or most accurate, it's the UK. But but UK exit doesn't sound as good as Brexit. Uh, So it's the word Britain and exit. And it's all about Britain exiting the EU, the European Union. Uh, this union that has existed for quite a while of 27, 28 countries, I believe, if I'm, I may not be correct. By the way, if anyone listening has any, finds any inaccuracies in what I say about Brexit, you can write them and inform people. That's okay. I don't pretend to be an expert, but I, I can give my, I, I can give my view. <laughs> You're going to be an expert on, on Trump. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so save your comments. <laughs> I mean, I'm the, I'm the most, uh, qualified person in the room. Oh, but, yes, you are. <laughs> but I'm not an expert. Okay. So, uh, did you vote in the mm-hmm. Brexit referendum? And if yeah. so, do you mind sharing? How do you vote? How do you cash I don't vote? mind. So normally uh, votes, in, especially in Northern Ireland, uh, are kept secret because we have a kind of uh, problem there, uh, still, still an issue with uh, different sides of the community, uh, people considering themselves Irish and others who consider themselves British. So we don't normally like to share our vote because it's... It's a tough, tough thing so. to share. No, but as far as the uh, Brexit re- referendum, I think I'm safe to say, yes, I did vote in it. It was back, if I remember correctly, in June, July 2016. It was definitely 2016 anyway. And I voted to leave. Wow. I said you, yes. You were a leaver. I was a leaver. Uh, honestly, I question whether that was the right decision. Um, now... But I was confident that that was what I wanted. I hear that's um, a big struggle for many people. There are many who who said post-Brexit that if they were to vote again in a new referendum, mm-hmm. they would change their ballot. Yeah, I mean, it was a close call, uh, first of all, because it was 52% uh, majority um, who voted, yes, let's get out. Um, and I think 
that for most people, the reason to leave was because they want to control the borders. Uh, because in the UK, people can come and go. I mean, if you're part of the European Union, that means that you're part of this one big uh, group state almost. Almost one big country, yes. And you can go in and out freely. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, advantages that I can go to Germany, France, all these places, Romania, everywhere in the European Union without a visa, without any checks. It's a wonderful thing, yes. Just show your passport. Right. Oh, it's got the symbol. Great. Right. Go on ahead. And uh, But for me, the issue was not about people coming and going and, you know, jobs and economy and the effect that that has. For me, the, uh, I had just recently finished uh, my degree and studied, for my dissertation, I studied European law, specifically tendering. That's how, how the government uh, gets a company to do work for them, construction work for ah. them, and the loops and that they need to go through in order to get a company to do work for them. And to me, um, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but to me, reading all of the uh, law connected with that, I thought, wow, this is so complicated. And I mean, you're trying, the European Union uh, politicians there have to try and write laws that apply to 28 different places. And they're often quite different places, different culture, different, different language, although a lot of English is spoken. Um, different geographically, in in weather, all kinds of differences between these countries. And I, for me, I thought, well, my logic was that this is bad to try and write laws for all these different places, and like it's too much. So for to for me, I thought, let's get out so that the UK can uh, control its own laws and make laws that are simpler for people and for companies. And so that that was my thinking. So now that you've kind of seen that Brexit hasn't been as expedient or mm -hmm. as quick mm -hmm. as people thought maybe in the beginning, what do you think about how the process has played out? Um, I, I think I'm safe to say that most people, and including myself, are a little bit disappointed or maybe a lot disappointed mm -hmm. because it's not gone smoothly at mm -hmm. all. Um, it's still not gone. It's still not happened nope. after the deadline. Well... So what happened was people voted. The majority was yes. I think it was a big shock uh, to some politicians, especially David Cameron, who was then the prime minister. Um, he, I think he expected people to, to say no. Um, and in fact, um, if I'm correct, it, there was a referendum back uh, a few years prior in Ireland and they said, let's stay in. Mm -hmm. And so I think he was fairly confident that people would vote Let's say in. And then, of course, there's know. been the Scottish independence movement as well. Uh -huh. And so, yeah. yes. Yeah. And so it was a big shock, but they put in, they filed, how could I say it simply? They filed for divorce, let's say, mm -hmm. in March the 29th, on March the 29th in 2017. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, you have two years to implement and to get out, basically. So it's what... What happens in the European Union is you have two years to adopt laws and to organize all the laws and fit them to your country. And basically, we're given two years to figure out how they're going to leave, uh, what kind of policies, how they're the divorce settlement, and how they will then trade with the European Union. And it hasn't worked. Mm. They haven't been able, the politicians in the UK haven't been able to agree uh, with the divorce, if you like, with the deal 
that there um, that there was proposed. Right. See right. your opinion. Yeah. So then that kind of brings us to our next question: Knowing what we know now, mm-hmm. is Brexit still a good idea, and why or why not? When I voted, I understood. I didn't understand many things, and in fact, um, I mean, I didn't have hindsight to know what would happen. But I understood that it would have a negative effect, at least in the short term. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I was willing to accept that. Um, Maybe a drop in the pound. My, my mom. Or... Yeah. So it, I was willing to accept that it would have some negative effect on the economy, in the short term. And maybe it's selfish because I then left and came to Russia. And my mom was like, hey, why are you voting when, when you're going off to Russia? Right, right, and right. And it might not directly affect me. But even so, I felt that it was worth leaving because I, for me, I just, I feel, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel that the union is not sustainable mm. because of the very different countries. Right. And, and maybe I'm wrong. I think it's very hard to say one way or the other. Because we don't know the future, mm-hmm. no one can predict what will happen and what mm-hmm. won't happen. Even the best politicians and economists don't know. Um, and it's such a complex issue because every business is affected differently. Mm-hmm. If you're a local business which only operates in the UK, it could actually be a benefit to you to have this separation from Europe. Depending on who you employ. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on who you employ, if you're not employing um, people from Europe, mm-hmm. um, if you're only working with local people or mostly local with local suppliers, people yeah. and local suppliers, if you're selling just to British people and working only exclusively within the borders of the UK, then it can be a benefit to you because you, you'll have less competition, mm-hmm. potentially. Uh, but if you're a big, uh, bigger company that's got big ties to Europe and you're importing and exporting, it can have a negative, it could have a negative effect. So very true. Very I, true. yeah, I, I do question whether it's still a good idea to Brexit, to Brexit mm-hmm. if we like. Yes. Um, but I think it's too, too complicated an issue to say yes or no to that. Right, right. Well, that's, and those, those are kind of the problems within a confederation, which is what the EU mm-hmm. kind of is. When you have, a union, I would right. use the word union. You don't yeah. think it's a confederation? I mean, um, uh, it's got a governing body. It has independent sovereign nations. Mm-hmm. And a confederation fits both of those parameters. Um, I, I, I feel... Well, actually, if you look at... Um, I think if you look at our passport... And I, I have... By the way, I have an Irish passport. Um, because I was born in Northern Ireland, I can claim either a British passport or an Irish, or both at the same or time. Or both, okay. Uh, it's a, it's part of the peace agreement from right. 1998 that anyone born in Northern Ireland can claim those. And actually, when we leave, I still will have a European Union passport because wow. I have an Irish passport, which uh, again might be a little bit selfish to it me. It is. It is. But I, that wasn't a factor when I voted. No, no, no. But um, I, I think when you look at the passport, it's actually treated. I don't know the wording because I haven't my passport in front of me, but each country is treated like uh, a state, mm-hmm. part of that union. And you have this government overall, the European Union government, which are kind of like the chief sovereign. If right. You like. And each country is kind of like, I guess you could say like, I, I think I'm right in saying it's like uh, a state. 
in the U.S.? They're little states? Except the difference is, Mm -hmm. in the U.S., let's say, for example, Texas Mm -hmm. wants to secede from the Union, which has been thrown around a couple of times. They can't legally do that. Okay. Whereas Great Britain is given the latitude to do so. And... Uh, Greece, if we remember back to the economic issues in Greece, uh-huh. uh, they kept borrowing money from yeah. Germany and France, from the EU yeah. Central Bank. And mm-hmm. then they were told you need to pay it back. And Greece kept saying, nope, not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, impose austerity measures. And they said, nope, not going to do either. And the okay. EU said, so what can we do? And the answer right. was nothing. So there is more freedom. Yes. Okay. Which okay. is why I would say it's a confederation because... If you look at U.S. history, you had the Confederacy, mm-hmm. where each independent state had its own army mm-hmm. and operated as independent uh, functionaries, I guess you could say, within uh-huh. the Confederate army as a whole. Uh-huh. But the generals and the uh, governors of their states had no real loyalty outside of the fact they wanted to work together to defeat the Union army. Uh-huh. So, okay. honestly, it's more like the Confederacy okay. in yeah. that sense. Just like yeah. the EU, not the EU, but the uh, United Nations, where yeah. if Russia says we don't want to pay sanctions, yeah. the UN can't say you have to. Okay. Russia no, says we're not going to pay. There's no ultimate sovereignty. No. Right, right. So, sovereignty yeah. lies with those yeah. lower states. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's <clears throat> Article 50 in the European law allows the UK to... <laughs> get to Brexit. Okay, so there we are. Um, so, yes, I guess. And there is an Article 50 yeah. in the Constitution that says if California is mad and wants to form into five states, they can do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I never knew that about the U.S. That yeah. Texas could could potentially... They can't. They, they can't, they, they, they can't they, they but they want to. They cannot legally. They cannot wow. legally. They would have to mm-hmm. declare themselves an independent state. The U.S. Uh-huh. would have to recognize their sovereignty, which they would uh-huh. never do. Mm-hmm. And it would probably cause another war between the uh-huh. U.S. and Texas. And mm-hmm. Texas would have to ally with someone like Mexico, mm-hmm. which would be an odd combination yeah. to go back to 1854 for a Mexican-American wow. war again. But do, anyway. Do many people in Texas speak Spanish? Uh, yes, it is really right. the second most common language in the in in Texas for sure. Mm-hmm. And in many areas, you find more Spanish than English, especially right. as you get closer to the border. Right. Okay. And my hometown of San Antonio, where you could say arguably more people speak Spanish than English, is very close. Uh, wow. Very close, okay. yes. So... Uh, the next question, who wins with Brexit? Who is mm-hmm. the winner if, <laughs> if they do finally Brexit? Um, the UK, as I, as I see it, is going to have negative effects. I think, I mean, it, it depends on the deal and they haven't decided uh, the deal yet. And there are a lot of issues with that. Honestly, if it's a bad deal, the EU could lose and the e- UK could lose as well. And it so whether or not another co- another country or global economy will will be negatively affected, I don't know. But it could be bad for for both the EU and the UK, uh, especially if there's no deal mm-hmm. and the UK just leaves and that's it. And of course, um, an unstable Europe, you could say, could be a global issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a huge part of mm-hmm. uh, part of the world, and a lot of rich countries are connected with it. And the dealings with lots of places in the mm-hmm. world. So, I mean, it, it's it's going to have some effect oh, on the world sure. stage. For sure. So, what are people concerned in the UK 
most about with mm-hmm. Brexit? Um, the impression I get, although I'm not living in the UK, is that people are sick hearing it. Ah, if you, <laughs> I mean, if you're not a politician, and I, I guess if you're a politician, you probably are sick hearing it. It seems about like it. Too. Uh, Brexit, Brexit, Brexit. <laughs> if you're watching the news, you're probably sick of the word Brexit. Uh, I, I suspect my parents are probably sick of the word Brexit and sick of the fact that it's not solved yet. And um, what I should say as well is some of the issues and one of the biggest issues that's holding it back uh, is Northern Ireland, Mm. where I'm from, because um, there is a land border. Mm -hmm. It's the only land border between the uh, European Union. Mm -hmm. When when the Brexit happens, it'll be the only land border between European Union and the UK. Right. And this has got some history because uh, there was a lot of terrorism and stuff in the in the um, in Northern Ireland mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of strong opinions about whether Northern Ireland should remain part of the UK or whether it should go back to being part of Ireland as it was historically pre sort of 1920-ish time and there are sort of mixed views in Northern Ireland some but around about half of the people would love it to be part of Ireland again and another half want it to stay in the UK and when you, as part of the peace agreement back in 1998, there was a peace agreement called uh, the Good Friday Agreement, uh, yes, yes. which meant these passports that I told you about, the Irish passport and UK passport, you can have. But it also meant that this border uh, was open and free. Oh. Uh, you can travel without, there are no checks. Oh, uh, okay. You can go back and forth all day on this border, mm-hmm. uh, along the road or walking, whatever you want to do. You can go back and forth with no checks at the moment, but how is that going to work? Is the big que- is one of the big questions. How is that going to work right. in the European Union? So this is what's holding it back, actually. Isn't there also just to point out? Maybe I'm wrong. Isn't Gibraltar a uh, Great Britain territory? I I believe so. Um, and doesn't I, it border Spain? Um, yes. So wouldn't so, that be two land borders between EU and UK? Okay. And uh, couldn't so, that cause problems? Because it, there are many migrants who come mm-hmm. from Northern Africa mm-hmm. to Spain. And if they knew... I So I, what makes Northern Ireland unique is not the fact that there's a land border, but the fact that it's connected with peace. Ah, uh, yes. And that's And unprotected, unguarded, yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, of course. And that's a huge thing. And if you close down that border... It's going to affect the economy right. between the two countries because right. there's there's sm- small region and a small country, right. and it's going to have a huge effect. Not, so it's not just about money; it's also about peace, right? And it's a really heated debate about I bet. that. And I, bet. and I think maybe a lot of British people aren't very worried about that, but for Northern Irish people, that's a huge deal. I understand. That's a big thing. Yes. Okay, so, so let's go to Trump, and I think you have a question leaving for Brexit, me. There's We're lots, Brexiting. We're Brexiting Brexit. <laughs> lots more we could say, but uh, we don't want to bore people. And we won't really want to talk about our lovely man with the weavy hair. Oh, Lord. When did Donald Trump start his presidency? Officially, Donald Trump started his presidency on January 21st of 2017. Woohoo! Um, but what he a, won oh. back in November, right? Lots There's of things a gap. Happened. Mm-hmm. Between the election and the beginning of the presidency term, 2017 so was a great year. 2016, 2017 was a great year for show business, I guess, or uh, <laughs> for you know uh, satire against the United States. I'm sure. Uh, and ever since then, it's been 
mm-hmm. a wild ride of Donald Trump and his uh, whatever never a you dull call moment. it. No, never no, a dull never. Moment. No, my students back in the states never uh, tired of talking about what crazy thing Donald Trump was doing now, mm-hmm. or have you heard the recent tweet that he had against? Kim Jong-un or Iran uh-huh. or anyone, really. Do you think he's good for the tourist economy? They want, want to go just to listen, feel the culture that he's created? I don't know that people will ever go to the States to see, hear, be near, experience the greatness of Donald Trump. Uh-huh. Um, I think people still like to go to the United States for the same reasons they went before, which is because people think the U.S. is some kind of standard mm-hmm. or that it offers some kind of life that they can't get elsewhere. The American dream. The American dream. Mm-hmm. America. And you've lots of, uh, I should say, lots of Irish people went for the American dream. They did. Yeah. They really did. I mean, many and, people around the world have gone and there. And it's go. still the uh, number one place for immigrants uh, more than any other country, even with uh, the Syrian migration going right. to the European Union. Mm-hmm. They, the okay. U.S. still tops the list. Yes. Wow. Uh, when does his presidency presidency finish? Okay, so it's a four-year term, so uh-huh. he'll finish January 19th of uh, 2021, mm-hmm. officially. Mm-hmm. But um, Will he get another term in office? You know, right now, the reports say yes, because wow. the okay. economy is strong. Right. It's stronger than it's been before President Bush was in office. The second uh-huh. President Bush, which started in, in uh, 2000, Mm-hmm. Right. So actually, 2001, he started his presidency. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, there are many people who would say no. Obviously, the Democrats yeah. are not fans of Donald Trump. And people uh-huh. who support Democratic policies in the United States don't normally like Donald Trump. Uh-huh. Um, but many researchers, statisticians, people that have followed presidencies yeah. and go back and do algorithms and things like this, they say, Right now, unless he just completely tanks the yeah. economy um, yeah. in a really horrific way, yeah. unless he does that, even with many of his controversial stances and what he's said and how he's been in the public eye, mm-hmm. there's no way he's going to lose. In fact, people are saying it's going to be a landslide. Wow. Um, and of course, wow. if you look at how uh, fragmented the Democratic yeah. Party is and how they don't really have a good front runner for who they're going to put up against him. Yeah. If there was a strong name that was known and someone who had a proven track record, yeah. um, like a former Democrat president, like a vice president people liked, uh-huh. maybe. But yeah. right now, they're saying they he's going to win running away. Wow, okay. Yeah. And what did you think? Um, maybe I should ask, who did you vote? Were you in the States at that time? Can I ask who you voted for? Of course you can. Is it a secret? No, it is not a secret. In fact, uh, my students would ask me all the time. And Mm -hmm. uh, when I was teaching at the time, they would say, you voted for Trump, didn't you? And I said, (laughs) why? Because I'm white. And they said, yes. And I said, that's wrong. So Uh I didn't vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Hillary. I have voted Republican in the past. I voted Democrat in the past. I don't like to pick a party. I voted for Gary Johnson. He was a libertarian candidate. Uh And honestly, uh, I knew he wasn't going to win. People said, so then kind of like your parents said, why would you vote in Brexit if you're leaving? Mm -hmm. People said, why would you vote for Gary Johnson if you know he's not going to win? That's a vote for Donald Trump or that's a vote for Hillary Clinton. No, because neither got to tally my vote in their box. So Mm -hmm. I voted for Gary Johnson as a protest vote. I thought and I still think that both the Republican and Democrat parties have a lot of work to do. Yeah. to regain any kind of trust I would have in them. Okay. Um, and so I voted for him, not because I thought he would win, 
but because yeah. I wanted the other parties to take note of the fact that they are losing support from mm. people who would consider themselves moderate or middle of the road mm. uh, voters. Okay, fair enough. That's mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. What controversial policies has Trump supported? Oh, what controversial policies <laughs> hasn't he supported? I mean, what where hasn't he should done? we start? We don't have mm-hmm. enough time to go through everything. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with the fact that he wanted to build a border wall. And ever yeah. since he got elected, his big thing has been build the wall. Build the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. of course, some like it, some don't. Some feel like the wall isn't really the issue. If you're talking about immigration, that there's a bigger uh-huh. issue with visas. And what uh-huh. about the wall with Canada? Why don't we want to build a wall there? And what about a wall between us and the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans? You build a wall there as well. <laughs> right. People that want to put a roof on. Yeah, you. exactly. How, how far do you go? So mm-hmm. that was a policy. It's still an issue today. Uh, he is angry that people in sports don't stand for the national anthem. They want to kneel as a protest uh-huh. against racism and inequality in the United States. Uh-huh. Um, his issues with North Korea, the Iran nuclear deal, the fact that he wants to, or that he didn't, not, not wanted to, but he pulled out of the Paris Climate Accords. I mean, mm-hmm. there are a number of things. Taxes and stuff. He's trying to tax more different countries. Uh, yes. Uh, renegotiate right, things. Right, right. With China mm-hmm. and... You know, but uh, in essence, every politician is going to do things that Mm -hmm. people don't always like. I mean, if you look at Macron, when he came to power in France, very popular, Mm -hmm. and now you have the yellow vest protests. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you look at Justin Trudeau in Canada, very popular, and now he's got people fighting back against him for his policies. Uh, Mm -hmm. Theresa May was supposed to solve Brexit, and we have just talked about Brexit is not yet solved. So I don't think you're going to find a politician who does everything right. Politics Mm -hmm. is not about being perfect. It's about negotiating what's best for the country. And even if you don't believe in that— It's not even always popular. No. If the country benefits, then who are we to say he's doing a poor job? Um, I mean, okay— The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Correct. Yeah. People still go to the States. The dollar is still traded around the world more than any other currency. Mm -hmm. And the American economy is stronger than it was Mm -hmm. 8, 12, or 16 years ago. So if that's a failure, then we could say that he failed. If we're going Mm -hmm. to focus on social issues, sure, that is not a strong suit. People who voted for him didn't vote for social issues. They voted on economic issues and immigration, which I think are two things he's trying to address, albeit immigration is still broken in the United States. Mm -hmm. Do you think that he's changed America in any way? And is it positive or negative overall? Well, um, I think that people uh, either like him or hate him. Which, again, is always a thing with politicians. Do you so know, is it a change? I don't know. Let me pause you. Do you know Marmite or Vegemite? I do. Uh, there's a kind of slogan, especially for, for Marmite in the UK. Vegemite's Australian and Marmite is UK. And we have a slogan for it. You either love it or hate it. I think mm-hmm. it was how they promoted it, actually. It might have been, yeah. <laughs> and it kind of, uh, when you talk about Trump, he's like Marmite yeah. for, for everybody. Yeah. You either love him or hate him. You can't, right. you can't be like just passive like oh yeah, yeah he's okay right you know right kind of like anchovies on a pizza kind of thing i guess maybe. so yeah, yeah yeah so i've never eaten them but uh, i i think i would be i wouldn't like them you wouldn't like them you've <laughs> already decided wow that's uh, unfortunate you not a big know. not a big they're fish aren't they, they are little, little fish like, they are little fish uh i think i sorry are anchovies sardines 
they might be we the have same. a sardine it comes from a tin the little might fish be, yeah uh I am not a big fish lover. Oh, I, I eat fish, bad. but not. I love fish. Not a big fish I love them. But anyway, um, has he changed America in any way? I think America is more divided politically and mm-hmm. socially than it has been in a long time. Okay. And uh, that is not good. That's mm-hmm. one reason I would find myself more apolitical than anything else aligned with a party. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I believe is negative for sure. Yeah. Uh, divisiveness. Yeah in a country is never good in my opinion yeah. Yeah. Um, especially when it goes long term and it just festers the divided, the divided states of yes. America yeah it's just not mm. it's not good and that would be negative overall okay. positive impact like I would say earlier the economy is definitely positive mm-hmm. moving in the right direction in my opinion uh-huh. so um, well that comes our last question which mm-hmm. is worse Brexit for the UK mm-hmm. yeah or Trump for the US uh, so <laughs> how do we how do we vote how do we do it yeah. do we do it on a point scale but uh, um, you had more questions okay so well <laughs> if I can so Brexit at the moment of recording hasn't happened yet nope Trump uh, has been president it's still up in the air true we don't know the uh, adverse effects um, it's if I if I'm right in saying uh, I think I think that so far there hasn't been a huge negative effect but then we haven't brexited. Yet. Correct. We haven't left. Correct. So it still remains to be seen mm-hmm. how negative it will be. Mm-hmm. I, as I said, it will be negative. Okay. It's just a question of whether how negative right. and for how long. Right. It's going to be negative at least short term. Maybe some even say medium term. Um, it's going to affect the economy specifically. And it depends on how good a deal right. there will be between the EU and the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, as a Northern Irish person, it will, it will go. It's gonna one way or another. It's gonna have some effect in Northern Ireland. I just hope that it doesn't create uh, conflict, as has happened in the past. I hope that doesn't kick off again. Um, so, if conflict happens, I will, I will look back and say, I wish I never voted mm. uh, yes to mm-hmm. leave. Um, as far as economy, if it's short to medium term, especially if it's a short term right, right. negative effect on the economy, I think we can bear with it. Mm-hmm. We can live it, live with that because, I mean, that happens anyway. Recessions right. and stuff right. are a natural thing. Of course. So I, I think there's a cost to pay to leave the union and to have our own independence and freedom to control. And if, if we do leave and have in the end have the freedom to make our own laws without a lot of supervision and control from the European Union and uh, that by the way depends on the deal because some of the de- the deals could meet the deal could be that we don't have so much control even though we do leave so but if we leave and have control and things are comfortable and peaceful in Northern Ireland and even if there's negative eco- economic effect if it's short term I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it will be overall for me, my personal opinion. It'll be okay. It'll be uh, worth it. Um, so, at the moment, I would say that it's okay for the UK. Okay, it, it's what the UK people overall wanted, although okay. it was it was only a small majority. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not comfortable at the moment. People aren't happy. They're waiting to see what will happen. They're like impatient, of course. And frustrated with the politicians. Mm-hmm. But I think in the end, only time will tell, but I'm going to say it's 50-50. Okay. 
And so in that case, I would have to agree with you because Trump has been president now um, for uh, over two years. And mm -hmm. so he will be more negative because we know some of the results of his presidency, not overall results and not the impact on the long-term future, mm -hmm. but he's been president. And many would say he's been the worst president ever, uh, okay. at least in wow. modern history. So okay. um, I would say that Trump has been worse for the U.S. because, yeah. uh, like we said, Brexit hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And since he has been president, and we've seen some of the side effects of his election, uh, yeah. it's been worse. So, okay. yes, I think we will have to agree and say Trump in the U.S. has mm -hmm. been worse than Brexit. Wow. But since we're... Even, though, even though there's an economic benefit from him, it's the divide, divisiveness. Yes, I would say the divisiveness the, is just untenable. And uh -huh. something's going to happen in the U.S. Uh, and something needs to happen to bring us together again as uh -huh. a nation. So wow. we'll see what that is. Okay, wow. So there you have it. We talked about what is Brexit. We talked about the issues and problems, some of them at least, and specifically about Northern Ireland, how people will feel or do feel. And then we talked about Donald Trump, when he came into office, what we think will happen in the future, what effect he has had in America. And we concluded that Trump is worse than Brexit. Wow. So that was the crack about Brexit and Trump.